this is the, our pre-Tupelo Con, uh, what do you call this? Precast? Precast? No. That's just saying it's just our intro. It's just a, a pre-tro. Pre-tro. It's an, a pre-intro. Um, one reason is because we got to pack everything up, so we're going to use it real quick. And secondly, when we when we get to the con, like Saturday is so busy and crazy, we wind up with like very little material audio recording-wise on Saturday, but then a ton on Sunday. Matter of fact, sometimes I used to have to go and edit out interviews from Sunday and make them sound like they occurred Saturday. I've done that several times. And furthermore... Like, if there's a third part, like, I think uh, Horrorcon was three. Horrorcon was three, and the first Part Tupelo one would have been the first day, and two and three would have been the second day. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right, because I edited. I went on vacation right after that, and I was sitting up late at night at the table in the condo editing Horrorcon. And I started doing the rest of them. That was we, real popular with the family, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, uh, I'm really excited about tomorrow. I gotta first off congratulate our ticket winners. If you did what we asked you to do, if you called seven six seven, well, excuse me, let me back up. Area code six six two seven six seven four four eight seven, and if you told us your name, your email address, and that you wanted Tupelo contact tickets, you were entered into a drawing. And, and we, how many winners did we have? We were giving away two ticket pairs, which will be four total. So you and a friend get to go if you win. And uh, so I get to take a friend. You didn't win. Oh. Yeah. You're not legible. I mean, you're going to be able to get in with us, but... Oh, okay. You're not legible for a friend. I want a friend. I mean, maybe you can find one there. Maybe. There's going to be a lot of friendly people there. Um. So anyway, uh, Tony Starlin, you may have heard us talk about him before. He called and left us a long message and entered his uh, name in the hat. and uh, Cheryl Ann Muckenstrom. From down south somewhere Vicksburg Vicksburg and Tony's from Tupelo congratulations to both of y'all y'all are going to Tupelo Con woo insert crowd cheering here or just me and you go woo <laughs> low, low budget uh, audio effects here we don't have any n- announcements per se but as we record this this is Friday obviously because we're saying it's the night before the con and it is it's Con Eve. It's Con Eve, <laughs> yes. It's Con Everous. But uh, the new He-Man came out today on Netflix. The uh, Kevin Smith directed. He wrote uh, one of the episodes. He had a lot to do with it. And uh, you've he watched... He did all of it. The all... They call it the first part, which is five episodes. You've watched all five, right? Yes. I watched all five of them this morning. I watched the first episode, and Wow. That's all I'm going to say. What a plot twist. (laughs) And the animation is crazy good. And when you really get to listen, like, they're voice actors. I had that pulled up. Lena is Harley Quinn Smith, which is Kevin Smith's daughter. Uh, Chris Wood is He-Man. Of course, I know everybody's heard of Mark Hamill. It's Skeletor. You think they have? Maybe. Lena Headey of uh, Game of Thrones popularity and Sarah Connor Chronicles and many other things. She's Evil Lynn. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Tila. Um, do I know Alan Oppenheimer? What else he been been in? Uh, I'm not gonna name them all, but like Alicia Silverstone is a uh, Queen Marina. I didn't realize that. Marina, yeah. 
Kevin Conroy is Merman. That's pretty cool, you know, because he's Batman now. He's Merman. Uh, Tony Todd, the guy that played Candyman, he's Scareglow. I don't remember him. Jason Mewes is Stinkor. <laughs> you remember Stinkor? Well, Stinkor uh, wasn't in the original series. No, he, but he was an action figure. Yeah. I think he actually stunk. Well, he had stink breath. Oh, Anthony's here. No, I mean, I think Woo! if you bought the action figure, it actually had it smelled bad, if I remember correctly. That's I mean, kind of counterproductive for an action figure. He was supposed to stink, and he did. Henry Rob Rollins is Triclops. Hey, Jason Long's in it. Justin Long. I didn't realize that either. Uh, Liam Cunningham is Man-at-Arms. Of course, I could tell that right away. Um, he's the guy that plays the Onion Knight on Game of Thrones. And... Uh, Diedrich Badder. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yes. He's Trap Jaw. And like I said, I'm not gonna name them all, but like that's a star-studded cast for an animated show. So uh, let's see. We can't say much about the Masters of the Universe because it just started today, so we can't spoil nothing. But it's good. The first episode is. I mean, what is, what is your overall this first part? One, whatever you want to call it, which was really, really good. A lot of twists, a lot of turns. When they say I mean, the first part, human. <laughs> I wonder how many parts there's going to be. Like, are they I, gonna I know do? there's two as of right now. Okay. Of course, Suicide Squad comes out August the 6th. That's pretty soon. I really can't wait out? for that. That's uh, soon. I seen that earlier, but I don't remember when it said. This Sunday, I was uh, speaking of He-Man. I was watching a an interview with Mark Hamill on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was asking him stuff about the Mandalorian. And he said, "Well, I tell you what, to answer all the questions you have, this Sunday on Disney Plus, they're debuting a making of that final episode, and it said it'll answer all your questions. It's like a making of." Oh, nice. Mandalorian, but I think that episode in particular. So that's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to that. Anthony, get over here. What am I getting? Either one. We're, we're we got the condenser. What do so. we call this? Uh, precast. Or no, uh, oh, pre-tro. The pre-tro. The pre-tro. Yeah. Pre-intro. Is that a working thing? Podcast Eve. Is that a working thing? Yeah. We'll work on, <laughs> yeah. It, some, we'll work on it some more. But while we thought before we packed everything up, we would, uh, you know. Do a pre-podcon. Yeah, a pre-pod con. The next time you hear these voices, they'll be at Tupelo Con. What are you looking forward to the most? Uh, not having to work tomorrow. <laughs> Did you take off or were you naturally off? I took off. Took off tonight and tomorrow. Unfortunately, i got to go to work Sunday. But you don't have to go the whole day. Well, you could work nights, right? I work nights. I have are, to go are, are you going to swing by and hang out on your way? Yes, yes. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm just going to take a little nap because, you know, I'm not staying up all night tonight, so... It, uh, Saturday night, so it won't be that yeah. big of a deal. Gotcha. Germ, uh, what? Germ's with us, by the way. Hi. No, is it? Oh, I'm damn it. back. What's your deal? Dressing yeah, Germ, up. What is your damn deal? Yeah. What? <laughs> what are you? What are you doing tomorrow? I know you're cosplaying. Yeah, I'm cosplaying. But I don't know what you've got, in, or is it a, a secret? No, I. They're I, not going to hear this till after the con, anyway. I decided I was gonna go with my Batman character, even though I'm not really totally happy with the cow. Who died? I think Kelly should have to drink for that. With the, with the cow, <laughs> the cow part. We can make yeah, that a roll. It bounced off the rim. 
But yeah, I'm not I'm not real happy with the cow part so much because something's just off with it. But I'm gonna be the bearded Batman. The bearded Batman. <laughs> yeah. Well, now is it gonna be your Batman Beyond one? No, it's gonna be the open face one, the one that made it into the magazine. I don't remember it. The one that Ray Van Dusen took. Yeah, took the of. picture of in the. I remember the Spider Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he did it. the he did the like me looking down over him. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, it's a uh, kind of a armored type looking Batman suit. So. Well, sometimes you do more than one. Like you'll wear one for a little while and then put a different one on. Are you gonna yeah. do anything like that? Well, no. This year, what I thought I'd do a little different is, I've got you know mannequin torsos for some of my cosplay stuff, and I'm gonna have at the podcast table will be the Red Hood one with the Red Hood helmet sitting beside it. Did you know about this? I hate said something about it Because that's pretty cool. <laughs> we don't have a podcast table this year. You don't? No. Technically, no. Yeah, that is true. We will have a table on the side, though. Like we yeah, we got, I guess we have a little side table. Our little side table. Well, I guess we'll just put it on the side table, then. <laughs> that's just where we put our pictures and stuff anyway, so that'll work. Right. And we got a bar this year. Are you entering the... Nice. Uh, cosplay contest no i'm just gonna go around and do photo ops and take you know pictures and well you said that one year group. that you weren't gonna enter the contest and they talked you into it and you won yeah i know but I'm, <laughs> I'm i'm not confident enough with this suit just yet to win because it still needs some tweaks i was gonna wear I've got a couple of other suits, but they need some repairs done on them, and I just ran out of time because one of them was <clears throat> Iron Man. But you it, didn't get everything ironed out. It did not get ironed out completely. Wow. Bad pun. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. I need to create a game killer called Fireball Dad Jokes. <laughs> Every time Martin does a dad joke, he has to take a shot of Fireball. He has a shot of whiskey, but he would be like, okay, dad joke. But that's only if it's a bad one. Right. If it's a horrible one. But some people are going to say all of them are bad. Oh, no, no, no. I guess we need to put it to a vote. If you automatically laugh, you can't You can't restrain it. You can't it. laugh and say, that sucked. Right. Well, see, you I feel, can, but it, it but depends it, on how hard you laugh. But see, I feel like I need to. But if it's like crickets. But look, I, I, I feel like I need to be in on the shot on that one, too, because I did partake in that one. That uh, reminds me of the other night I was at my parents, and I said, I can't remember what I said, but everybody at the table started laughing, and my dad goes, Mark, that's not funny. I said, well, people are laughing, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody thinks so. But the one the other thing I will say, I am really excited to get back to Comic-Con. Yeah. This last year has been long enough. We needed the break, and thank God we're getting it. You know, we usually try to predict, like that one year Deadpool had just come out, we tried to predict how many Deadpools. That was the very first yeah. one. we tried to predict how many Deadpools. I hope... Y'all all lost severely. Yeah. Yeah, there were, every other person was Deadpool in some form or, or another. No, there was only like six of them and y'all was bitten like no, in the 50s. Not the first year. Yes. Well, At some the people like, would just have a mask on. They would be like, there was no like pro- professional looking Deadpool that I remember. But, right. I want to do an armored cosplay like Deadpool looking suit. But I'm hoping at least one person goes as Michael, Michael Rooker since he's going to be there. His character from Guardians of the Galaxy. That would be awesome. Yeah. That, that would or be actually his cool. character from Suicide Squad looks like it'd be fairly easy to, to throw together, but it didn't come out yet. It didn't come out yet. I could probably pull him off as The Walking Dead. 
Yeah. I got to lose a couple of pounds. Nobody but... with Jeff on that. <laughs> nobody, nobody. We got nobody here. Kelly pulling somebody off. <laughs> Kelly's going to pull him, <laughs> pull him off to... on the walking dead. Hey, if it gets us an interview, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Well, I guess we need to get started loading all this stuff up. And uh, there's something else I was going to say, but. I, feel, I do feel a little more prepared this year than we normally Don't say are. that. Well, we've had a year I mean, to prepare. We've got shirts this year when we never had before. We finally got a real pop culture banner. Yeah. Because yeah. we had a kill pop culture banner, then we changed the name, then we had one we you printed out for us. Yeah. Uh, which worked, but it just didn't look as, I think, professional as we're going to look this year. I think we're going to look a lot more professional this year. But we're not going to be any more professional. But, yeah. We're going to be less professional. Probably. That is our profession, is being less professional. Just hoping the, the, the prototype bar holds up. I <laughs> Yeah. That well, thing if they're really... listening to this, they'll know if it did or not. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that thing looks really awesome, by the way. <laughs> all right, well, let's load all this stuff up. we got an early day tomorrow. Anybody else want to say anything? I'm good. You're good? Love you, mean it. <laughs> Listen to this is the intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is my first time back, so I'm a little rusty. All right, let's go to two block on. Yeah, buddy. And we're back. How are y'all? I'm I'm actually hot right now. I'm just Can you hear hot. me? Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Oh. Are you recording? Recording or just doing a a check? No, I'm like recording, recording. Recording, recording? Like, this is like for real? It's for real, pretend. Real, is for it real. for real pop culture? Oh, oh, I see what you did there. Hey, we're at TupeloCon. Ring the bell, I can't reach it. There you go. You rang the bell. All right, now you realize you, y'all are going to have to really speak up, especially you. Not into the mic, but just in general. Just in general. I cannot hear you down here without the headphones on. Oh, I see. Uh, That's the reason I was wanting to do the whole headphone things this year. uh, We actually said we was going to do headphones this year. Yeah. We and and, uh, uh, it was like, no, I don't think we'll need them. I can hear you fine. We need yeah, ha- well, that's because I'm actually speaking up. <laughs> yeah. We need to get a piece of paper and have a, a next year damn it list. No, I think I just do need to do another meeting and yeah, like hold myself more accountable. Because we got everything we needed to use, we just didn't you get did. it and use it. Oh, okay. I've only made one loop, but uh, I, I'm almost positive we're the only podcast here. I'm, I'm the only. I think so. I, I didn't see any when me and Jerm walked around. There's usually at least one more, if not three or four more. And uh, actually, to be honest with you, since we've stepped our game up as far as like our, our setup, I got to say, like, I would feel sorry for another podcast sitting next oh, to yeah. us if they just had like a regular uh, table. I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel sorry for them, man. Because we've been there. I mean, it took us a took us a while to get we to this level. We look professional. We're not professional by any means. Oh no, we are definitely be, not professional. But we're putting on a good. <laughs> we're faking it real we're, well. We're doing we're doing a good job faking it until we're making it. But like you said, if somebody's seen us, they would think we were. I mean, we're all matching. That guy doing the Minotaur cosplay, he's got he's got it together because that's a good idea not to wear a shirt. Oh, that's a Minotaur or whatever you call those things. 
Uh, it's a pig. I don't know what that was. Uh, it's just like a dude in a pig hat to me. He said, uh, it's hot. I'm wearing a costume with that requires the yeah, clothing. Yeah, that's smart because a lot of these people wearing like full bodysuit stuff. Like I started sweating when Jerm put that shirt on. Hey, y'all, y- if it gets too much hotter, I'm just going to take my shirt off, tell everybody I'm Burt Kretschner. That's going to be my <laughs> Burt cosplay. Burt Kretschner is your yeah, cosplay. That's my yeah. cosplay. Um, I'll throw out a joke or two. As we speak, Jerm is suiting up, uh, putting his Batman uniform on. And I begged him to walk around at least one loop with his flip-flops on in the Batman suit, but he wouldn't do it. He's going to be hot. It's, it's definitely warm. It's really, really hot outside. Well, we seen a guy walk through a while ago that had the uh, Michael Keaton era Batman suit on. Oh, I missed that. And a uh, cat lady was in front of him. Cat lady? Cat woman. Can't call her cat girl because she was a little bit older. By both their their suits look pretty damn good. Well, there's a good crowd here. Yeah. Has Michael Rooker got here yet? Yes. Oh yeah. We walked by and we walked through. Ronnie was talking. Uh, I didn't realize DJ Quells was here, man. That is awesome. Oh yeah. Who's the bitch now? (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm definitely gonna try to go by and at least say hi to him. Uh, I want him to sign that picture right there. I was talking about DJ Quails. Oh. But, yeah, yes, definitely the even Michael Rooker. To, like I said, even if we have to pay. Yeah. I think I got some money. How much is the autograph? 50 I think. And I'm going to go to the ATM. Nice. Speaking of which, um, what time do y'all want to go get a bite to eat for lunch? Oh, I got – I thought Two? I had money. I got a strip award. Two, three o'clock? I mean, you got to think we ate, like, what, 8.30, 8.45? Uh, I had to go biscuit's a, almost gone. But I had to go get a Gatorade. I was uh, a different level of thirsty. I already ate me a pizza. Different level of thirsty? Yeah. Yeah, I was drinking a ton of water, but it wasn't, it wasn't doing no good. Another thing I like about this setup is, like, all of our ugliness it's hidden. As far as like soda bottles and bags and uh, leftover stuff and cords, it's all hidden behind this hutch. Yeah. That's another thing that looks more professional is because we don't have potato chip bags and shit sitting all over our flyers. Well, that and when people come walking up, we're actually looking them somewhat in the eye. Yeah. Yes. Not at their crotch area, which is sometimes pretty awkward. Yeah, when you, uh, when you were doing the... Uh, set up you were in that regular chair and I was like I couldn't even barely see the top of your head on the other side of the bar but you know I actually like that you like being hidden I kind of like being down here the secret podcast guy (laughs) the guy under the table no (laughs) no what you doing under that table nothing (laughs) I'm running wires you know what that guy that I saw earlier that I said was Doc Brown I bet that was really uh, Rick Rick and Morty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it could have been. I didn't see him. They're the kind pr- of interchangeable. Is that the Mario he, Princess? He based He based uh, uh, Rick off of Doc Brown. Yes, that is Princess Peach. Oh, did y'all see Rush when you went by? Who? He was doing Rush. something. Yeah, he was busy. Rush. Yeah, was almost busy. everybody I wanted to talk to, and busy. I guess this is a good thing, were busy. 
with customers, and I don't want to interrupt their business. Well, we stopped by Brother John's table and was looking at his new pictures yeah, and stuff. Yeah, he was talking to somebody when we went through. Well, he was talking, that, yeah. and I didn't want to disturb him. I mainly just, yeah, see, there's uh, Batman and Catwoman over there by the blue thing. Yeah, there's some. He was here last year. I couldn't remember. Yeah, or, or one year. I knew it was, I've seen him before. That glue's probably melting. In that bag under there, the Nike bag. Hey, there's a cosplay repair station right over there. Sure is. For real. Cosplay repair station over there. Yeah, I mean, they really go all out and they set up just about anything you can need. Yeah. How big of a piece do you need? Which I say that, and I haven't been to the cafe yet, but. About, about this big? You, you can see better than I can. That so we're so, we're so close good. to the stage. I say we, uh, with permission from Jamie, of course, see if we can bootleg Michael Rooker's panel. Well, yeah. I don't know how well it would pick up, with but I'd say definitely try. Yeah. I'm sure they'll crank it up pretty loud. We just flip it that way and just see, yeah. And just late well, I know the music that's playing right now. You can hear really good yeah. coming through the system. We just flip it that oh, way. Oh wow, really? Well, I can barely hear. And we while they record it, we can go do whatever and let it record and just do something with the footage later. The burden of having good mics. Yeah. <laughs> We're picking up stuff. If you had to guess, how many people would you say is here? Oh, I have no idea. There's a lot down that way. You know what? They should have a contest. So, like, guess how many jelly beans is in the jar. Like, guess how many people were at TupeloCon. You'd have to ask somebody standing at the door with a clicker. Well, you got to think with the ticket sales, and they know how many passes and everything. So they should have a pretty good. They, they should have a pretty good estimated count. Have you ever seen uh, seen that though? Like they have a jar of jelly beans, and you guess the number, and if you get it, you. I've win. never seen it in person, but I've seen it on a lot of movies and TV shows, and. Um, most of the video stores, and you were talking about this the other day, had a big jug of water with a shot glass in it. And you drop, drop a quarter, quarter in there. Right. If it goes in the shot glass, you get a free rental. Yeah. I only won that one time. We should play a game about how many uh how many mic cables are in the box. Just throw a bunch of mic cables in. That would be funny. <laughs> just only probably I doubt we would know how many. Because you can look in there, it's like, oh we got plenty of mic cables, you pick it out, it's only two. Yeah. Because it's you know, or one one really, really, <laughs> really long really, really, one. Really long one. Or no, the better game is how many mic cables in the box work. <laughs> I think we uh, got a couple of new listeners already. Uh, I believe so. I believe so. Uh, Who was it said we should do shot glasses? Tony. Tony. That's a good idea. Real pop culture shot glasses because we have a bar now. Right. I wish I had a beer mug with a Red Bull poured in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Wish I had a beer mug with the we beer. We could have mounted a fake tap handle. Well, if we'd done it with Red Bull a couple of times, is that beer or not Red Bull? That's beer or not Red Bull. And then, hey, was that beer? Oh, never mind, it's Red Bull. It sure is. <laughs> Can you imagine how hot Batman gets in the summer? It's probably why he fights crime at night. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think it ever gets summer in Gotham. I mean, Gotham's supposed to be New York, so it is up north, but, I mean, they have a summer. Yeah, I mean, they got a summer, but... I mean, you definitely wouldn't have a southern Batman. He'd no, be he in, would. like, cutoffs. No. And he would just have the mask on and, <laughs> That's like, it. shorts. You know the old Batman that wore underwear on the outside of his pants? Yeah. That's all he would have on, that <laughs> and his cowl. Crime would drop dramatically. <laughs> as soon as Jerm finishes putting his suit on, I'll be like, all right, let's go to lunch. <laughs> you could go eat lunch with your Batman suit on. We might get a discount. What would be funny is if you went with us to the restaurant as Batman and the waitress said, hey, are you, have y'all been doing the, the con? And we were like, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> con? What con? What are you talking There's about? There's a con? Boy, that, that would be kind of cool. That, that sounds cool. Let's go check that out. We're wearing we're matching shirts. We have a character with us. Yeah. You got Batman? <laughs> this is what we do every Saturday. Yeah. I gotta admit, that is a cool mask. I right want his mask. That digital mask. Yeah. Be cool if you could like change it up to what you oh, know yeah. the face look like every good. time. He's it's been changing. Has it? Yeah. I'd wear one of them to Walmart. I wouldn't have to worry about like a COVID mask. Yeah. I just put it on. Oh, dude, do you know what they're doing out there where they filmed part seven? Uh. Uh-uh. uh They're showing part seven on a big movie screen out there. Oh. Dude, that's pretty cool. That's pretty good. They are going all around. There's this company that does film location tours. They're going all over the country where they filmed movies and playing the movie at the place they filmed it. How awesome would that be? They've already sold out a part one. They got a somewhere. They got one of them, it would be cool if they had one of those big pontoon projector screens. Oh yeah. You know, they blow up projectors, just put it out there on the Float water. Float it out in the water, out in Crystal Lake. Then a big alligator would come diving through it. Like, Whoa, this is 3D. It's like, no, we're actually getting murdered. No, we're actually getting killed right we're now. We're getting killed by an alligator right now. But you could say you got murdered at Crystal Lake. Well, you couldn't tell anybody. People could tell Well, I mean, people could tell it about you. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to say that. But I mean, if you got to go. Be like one of the. Be epic way to do it. One of the five Crystal Lakes. Yeah. The one in uh, Georgia is still a, actually still a. You can just go rent cabins there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember Mark was telling us about that uh, before before y'all left, or it might have been when y'all got back from the one in uh, Alabama y'all went to. I seen a lot of people wearing the Todoroki cosplay. I'm always reluctant to ask someone what they're cosplaying as because I don't mean it like you're not doing it good enough for me to right. know. I mean it like I'm like not knowledgeable enough to know what okay, you are. Okay, right here with the white and red wig and the blue, that's uh, My Hero Academia. See, I don't know what that is. It's an uh, anime that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. I wouldn't even know uh, cool. like a Dragon Ball Z character. Like you know, it's really hard in the anime world, unless you're like really, really into it, to 
be able to tell the difference in a lot of the characters. You know how I can tell that we've got a good setup? Because people are taking pictures of us. Are they really? I didn't notice that. That lady just took a picture of us. That guy came over and asked us if we could take a picture. The guy that does the filming came over and filmed us. Oh, yeah. That and I put up a sign on the front that said take a picture of us. Take a picture of us. (laughs) We crave attention. I'm going to say take a picture of us for $10 and see how many people... Come and give us ten dollars. <laughs> no, they're gonna take a picture and then ask for their ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Where's I took a picture. Can I take a picture. Can I have ten dollars? Did Michael Rooker have a long line when y'all went by? Yes. Which way does the line go? Is it like wrapping around? <sighs> yeah, and the way it was, it was like all in front of Billy Gunn, so they were trying to push him away. From the Billy Gunn line and getting them straightened out, because he had just got there. Yeah. So they were still trying to, I guess, figure out the logistics of it. I guess if you're Michael Rooker, you can be late if you want to. Yeah. Not really, but I guess. If you're famous, you're always on time. You know what I mean? Well, that just shows that we aren't famous. Because other than Anthony, <laughs> we're always late for something. See, that's the thing. We're practicing for fame. I would, job I would always be on time. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't he just say, if you're famous, you're always yeah. on time? Yeah, because no matter what time you get there, it's what time you're supposed to be there. Ah, gotcha. Like, you could say, like, if you were famous, you could show up and they'll be like, you're late. And you're like, no, I'm famous. That's a cool thing about uh, going to cons. You can take pictures of people and they don't call the police. Hey, there's Wonder Woman. In fact, they want you to. How much do they charge you to get a picture in the TARDIS? No Nothing. Nothing? It's the same people that show up at the TARDIS every year. I know, but I've never gotten my picture in it. Oh, I've got a bunch of them. Last, every year we come up here, I get a new picture. Mm. Distractions. But <laughs> what? Is it, is yeah, it we're supposed to be Anthony, talking did you this, say something? We're supposed to be talking on this podcast. <laughs> the TARDIS, is it bigger on the inside? No that was idea. a lame Doctor Who joke, but Anthony uh, didn't get it. No, no conversation is going to work right now. <laughs> not, not right now. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. Who are y'all looking at? <laughs> I'm not looking at anybody. I am looking at my phone. Oh, I'm not looking at anybody. I'm just looking. Yeah. Wonder Woman. It's the '70s version. Yes. Wonder Woman. There's some really cool cosplays. You know, I brought my camera to set up, but I couldn't find the. Uh, camera stand so I thought about Drop just off. setting it on the table what are you going to point it at just out Wonder oh dude I got a good idea <laughs> something to put on our uh, YouTube I'll just set my phone up on time lapse and prop it up on the mic stand and just do a time lapse of everybody walking through well that's the reason I brought the camcorder can you time lapse with it I don't know we might be able probably. to you can time probably. lapse with an iPhone hey how's it going and it took me right there, and I'll see. We're in the perfect spot for that. We could like angle it across through the whole con, dude. What would be awesome is if you'd have brought your tripod. We could put it up on the table and shoot it like all the way across the con. You and missed that whole part of the conversation. No, I heard you. I'm saying, but if you oh, did, did bring you? it, because I, I could I, sit I, it on the I bar. I couldn't find it. And I was and looking shoot for it, it this morning. We need to get one. 
I've got two or three of them. I just couldn't find. Y'all keep. You know what? I bet it's in the attic. I know it's in the attic, but I went in the attic this morning and was going through boxes and stuff. That's where I found the camera, and I could not find the tripod. The tripod. I've seen it up there, but it's been a long time. In fact, as hot as it is in that attic, I would rather go buy another one. Well, it was <laughs> felt good in there this morning. Oh, it was it? not hot. Dude, you're thinking 5, 30, 6 o'clock? Yeah. It was still chilly outside. That's the reason I went ahead and crawled up there that early. I got a really nice tripod at work I might could borrow. I can't lose it, though. It's probably more valuable than my job. Dude, that is awesome. David Harris, isn't that one of Barney's kids? Yeah. Yeah. Doing the Bob Ross painting. Oh, cool. Oh, that's neat. I hope he wears like a big curly wig. Somebody put on Facebook one time. They said, uh, what if what if Bob Ross was a serial killer and his paintings were showing us where all the bodies are? Yeah. Dude, never speak about a national hero like that ever again. He put it right beside the happy little tree. <laughs> Because, hey, there is no mistakes. No. Sure, world, just make just it what you happy little accidents. Just happy little accidents. Sure, world, make it the way you want it. That's right. God bless. God bless. Dude, <laughs> I still love every once in a while just sitting and watching Bob Ross. Now you can watch it on YouTube, so. He's on Netflix. Or, or something. It's the art of... The Art of Bob Ross yeah. or something like that? It's on like Netflix that? or HBO Max. It's on one of those streaming things. Dude, since I've been off all week and watched so much Netflix, it has started recommending stuff that's not in the U.S. because I have watched like everything uh, on Netflix, it seems like. So now watched. when I go through there, I have to go through and change the whatever to English. Uh-huh. That reminds me, you uh, boxed us last night asking... Where to watch Masters of the Universe? Okay. Did yeah. you watch it? Yeah, I, I started it. I didn't. I got sleepy. I watched episode one. That's right. I started it. It kind of left on a cliffhanger. I got. I got a. I got to where I heard everybody speak for about a little bit. Uh, Man in Arms and Tila and Sorceress. Evelyn. It's funny because we're sitting there watching, and Mark keeps asking me, "Dude, why are they doing that?" Dude, why are they doing that? I was like, dude, I, I can't tell you. <laughs> they just watch it. It's, it's, it gets better. Well, there was one that seemed like He-Man was on a horse, and I was like, why isn't he riding a battle cat? But they were a horse. That did, that did, that did explain that. Yeah. And uh, one thing I like is that Adam doesn't look just like He-Man. Right. Well, see, that's, that's what I liked, and that's what you know. That's what we well, used to growing up. He's trying to up. tell people that he's not He-Man, but he looks just like him. He just changes clothes. But nobody ever, you know, figured it out. I know. That's my point. They should have because he's the same guy with different clothes on. Superman took his glasses it's, off. It's Superman syndrome. At least he had something. No. Well, you know. Like, uh. <laughs> he took his glasses off. That was it. We in the red? We're in the and, red. And my voice is nearly right. shot you know cool from talking. This, uh, cool about this interview? Is you got Michael Rooker doing a panel in the background? Why not? So you get to say you did a podcast with Michael Rooker. <laughs> That's great with me. I'm doing. I'm, I'm there, man. Even if it's just Bob, you know, proxy. Um, so tell everybody uh, about your name and what you're doing, your con, and all that good stuff. Fair enough. I'm Zach Ashmore, and I'm with River Region Comic Con, based out of Montgomery, Alabama. 
Our dates are going to be March 12th and the 13th of next year. That would be 2022. Uh, so y'all starting early advertising. That's a good good idea. We're one of the earliest conventions of the year. Uh, we do focus. We're definitely a, a comic book convention of sorts, but we do like to focus a lot on video games and board games as well. The last time we did the convention, we had a... Uh, Warhammer 40k tournament that was a qualifier for the national tournaments and it was one of the first qualifiers of the year so nice. if people want to people who want to compete on the national level in Warhammer 40k they have the opportunity to come to you have to you have to pre-register for it but you have the opportunity to uh, go ahead and get that qualification out of the way earlier on in the year oh wow mm. so that's neat and what, you may have already said this what building is it y'all do it in it's at the the Crampton Bowl that's that's the name of the building, the Crampton Bowl, and it's the reason for that is because there's a big football field right next to where we have the uh, okay. convention. Oh. It's where it's where they hold a uh, they hold a lot of uh, football tournaments there, but they have this really cool multiplex area that's indoors, that's right literally right next to the football field, and that's where we have the convention. Um, what uh, do you still have guests and stuff too, or do you oh yeah, we have special them? guests. We just haven't. We don't have any lined up yet for this year, so and I'm gonna I'm gonna use the uh, the same old excuse every other convention owner likes to give right now, and that's uh, COVID kind of. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's true too, so it's it's an it's an easy one because COVID will make schmucks of us all. Did y'all have to skip last year? Or? Yes, as a matter of fact, the story of that's pretty interesting. Um, I, so we had the convention all set up and ready to go. I had packed up my vehicle with all kinds of stuff to go do the load-in the day before the convention. I was there two days before the convention was to start, staying at a hotel because I don't actually live in Montgomery. Uh, and so the, uh, the day before the convention, the day that, that load-in for vendors was going to be, that morning the city said, uh, no, we're going to lock down, nothing. Oh, uh, no. Not that, I, not that I'm bitter about it or anything. That's what happened to us at Cruising Amory. Uh, I'm in a band, too, and we were booked to play that night and that afternoon the the cdc guidelines changed and the mayor of amory said yeah you look familiar what band are you in kill j kill j yeah. dude i came and tried out drums with you you did yeah you probably don't recognize me because i shaved my head and lost 50 pounds that wasn't that long ago was it it was last year man oh yeah. wow now, i was gonna say that wasn't that long ago yeah as soon as you took your hat off i was like yeah man <laughs> wow small world yeah dude i that knew i recognized awesome. you it's like wait a minute i know this guy from somewhere he looks yeah. like a metal player yeah <laughs> i bet you'll quit telling people when you're in a band now <laughs> <laughs> it was a good we, we had a good time jamming with you uh, i remember we i think we jammed some pantera and stuff yeah something like that yeah yeah do believe me i'm not i, I know y'all haven't called me back but i'm not bitter about that because i'm not really that kind of a drummer i tried I, I can't do the double pedal thing, so it's kind of like yeah. I'm kind of SOL when it's trying when it's doing the kind of metal y'all do. We tried out one guy one time that uh, he was amazing, like Dave Grohl style playing, but he just he never did any double kick, and I'm sure he probably could have as good as he was, but uh, he just never he was content just doing like the David Grohl style drumming, which is great. But uh, but it doesn't I, fit the musical style you're going for. Right, it didn't fit and, the direction we were going in, but. Uh, now, yeah, uh, I know that Sean was my point man for the band, pretty much, and yeah, yeah, and he caught COVID, and got and had to lock himself down for a while, oh, and wow. then changed Facebook, changed his Facebook profile. So I was sitting there, you know, messaging his old Facebook profile that he doesn't pay attention to anymore. I was like, well, I guess I just don't want to talk to me. Okay, oh, that's how dang. it is. Yeah, I remember him changing his. his well, that's phone. okay. Yeah. That's because he lost his phone. Lost his phone. 
Yeah, Nikki right. had to set a new uh, new Facebook account up for him. So, someone else who knew both of us told me eventually what happened, yeah. and, I, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, fair enough." So I so I messaged him on his new Facebook profile. I was like, "Oh, hey, Zach, how's it going, man?" Like, oh, great. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. When it comes to Facebook, like if it wasn't for the podcast and for my band, I would be like my dad and just never even have one at all. Uh, I mean, I was trying to figure out how to post a picture on our podcast page today because I've never done it on my phone. I always do it on a computer because I'm old school like that. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. I I still I still don't see the appeal of social media for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I, it's great to have a business there. It's great to keep up with people that you know. Yeah. But I've just never been able to wrap my head around the narcissism it takes to post about yourself all day. Yeah. I've yeah, never I've, it all I've never been able to wrap my head around that. It's like that old quote, I haven't seen you in 10 years, but I know that you took a nap yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's weird. Yeah, I, I don't care what you had for breakfast. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's that's a uh, old fogey talk for those of us closing in on 40. <laughs> closing in. Close, I passed it a yeah, while ago. Yeah, we passed 40. Yeah. yeah, well, I think I'm close enough to it that it's <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you guys. So, how long have you been involved with the uh, the con? Well, uh, let's see, River Region Comic Con started, I believe, 2016. Okay. Uh, that was the first time we had one, or at least the first time we tried to have one. The actual first River Region Comic Con was in 2017. And um, we found that having it in March worked because the weather is really nice. Uh, it's cooler. far enough Much away cooler. from other major conventions in the yeah. area because here's, here's something that you guys may or may not know. A lot of convention owners know each other. Yeah. And we're not coordinating or anything, but we don't want to get in someone else's way unless we don't like them. Right. So. Yeah, because it could hurt you both if you tried to compete. Exactly. It hurts us both. So uh, It's a lot of the same way with podcasting. We, we like to give each other shout-outs. And, exactly. And the more like friends that. you have, the it's more exactly. favors friends and enemies so you can always get. In that same vein, shout-out to Magic City Con in Birmingham. There you go. And yeah. shout-out to Huntsville Pop Culture Expo with Jeremy up there in uh, Huntsville. Yeah, the guy that's opposite of you, I spoke with him as well. And shout out to those guys as well. You know, <laughs> those are the guys that do the Mississippi Comic Con. Uh, the one down in Jackson. And they also do Alabama Comic Con. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jamie was on on the show last episode, and he was talking about how it's table swapping. Yeah. You know, like we we trade shout outs on the podcast. Yeah. But at a con, it's table swapping. As a matter of fact, yeah, yeah, I didn't pay for my table. Right. And subsequently, if Jamie wants to come promote, you know, Tupelo Con at our convention, table's open. There you go. Yeah. That's how yeah. it works. And that that gives you more, you know, content at your, you know, an extra table makes the convention bigger. I may know? have just said too much. You may have to run that one by Jamie. I don't know. <laughs> you know we don't want to give away too much of the... No, I'm kidding. It's it's, it's fine. He was going to give you a thousand bucks and he's going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, but that, that's the way it is. Uh, we don't. We try not to get into each other's way if we can't. If we don't have to, we found that March was the best date for that. Although, to be honest, Huntsville is awfully close to that date. But Huntsville's at the opposite end of the state. Yeah. And we know yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy knows us, and we, so we talked to him about it. He said that's fine. I wonder why it is summertime where they focus most of the cons. It's getting more and more broad because there's so many more cons now. But. It's it's a, it's always like especially in the early days it was always in the summer I've never understood why. It's because summer break. Summer break. Summer break had a lot to do to with it. To, that and I really think it well, all has to weekend, do with cosplay. But it, it's always on the weekends anyway. 
Yeah, you don't want to walk in wearing a Yeti suit. <laughs> well, some of these people look like they're struggling with the, yeah, the I've full jumpsuits and stuff. Yeah. I've seen some cosplayers come through here going, man, that was not a strategic decision <laughs> in a oh, Mississippi man. summer. I just saw this one guy walk through, and he was dressed as a character from a video game that I recognize, but I'm not a big gamer, so I, I couldn't tell you the name of the character. It looked really cool, though, and it was a full thing. And I, when I got up close to him, I could see it in his eyes. He was like, I'm dying, help me. I just wanted to give him a bottle of water. This was a big mistake. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you can write it and see it You can face. see it in his eyes. This was a big mistake. I'm going to Why that con in March, dang it. Oh, that was that guy. Yeah, I think that was that guy walking around the convention in the Umbrella Corporation armor with yeah. the full helmet and everything. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be that guy today. I remember we went to the OzFest in St. Louis, and the day we were there, it was the record-breaking level of heat at that, on that day ever in St. Louis. They said it on the news that night. I remember that. And uh, was watching people pass out. At the oh, yeah. The ambulances fans. were coming to go and constantly oh, taking goodness. people away because it was so hot. And there was this guy walked by us. He had on this full like Grim Reaper thing with a mask. And I was like, he did not think that through. That is not weather appropriate. Seriously. Yeah, well, I'm, people are dedicated to their cosplay. What can I say? Yeah. I mean, I've noticed the same thing at... Uh, Granted, River Region takes place in March, so the weather's a lot better. But we have had some years where it's pretty darn hot outside. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's not as hot as it is here now today, but it's still, it can get hot. We've also had some years where it was nice and cool outside. And it doesn't matter how you're dressed, you're fine. Yeah. And there was one year that we had it, it was cold. You guys said that could work the other way for some of these scantily clad Cosplays, yeah, like yeah, that could. I'm, I'm sure some of the, work the opposite way. I'm sure some of the lady cosplayers are perfectly fine with the weather the way it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of them, I'm sure. Yeah, I've seen a few that. Hey, way. I'm perfectly fine with the weather today. <laughs> <laughs> because of that reason. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I may have my shirt might have been a bit too thick for me. I, I, I forgot that in this building. Yeah, I forgot that this building is the way it is. Well, we normally yeah. do dicky work shirts, <laughs> and we got our logo and everything on them. And he made the point this year, he's like, dude, let's just do T-shirts. It's hot. I was like, you know what? Good choice. <laughs> but let me let me follow that up. It's like, yeah, the building being the way it is, I'm not blaming the convention organizers for this. Right, yeah, oh, right. No, no. Well, when you've got a building this big with this many people, it's you don't have get, to have a heck warm. of an air conditioner. And even still, it's it's almost your, the best you can do is, is lower the temperature you know, a, a, maybe 20 degrees if you're lucky. And you know what the, the interesting thing is? I do know a bit of the behind the scenes of why they chose this location. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I think it was three years ago. Yeah, three years ago when they first moved the convention to this location. Or maybe it was the second year. I'm trying to remember. I know. I think it was the second year of the convention. Yes. And maybe the first Link, year. It was at Link they, Center the first year. That's first it. year was at the Link. And yeah. then the second year they brought it here. Yeah. And the reason they brought it here because it was the most affordable location with the size they needed. Oh, yep. wow. I was a volunteer with this convention that year, the second year they had it. So mm. um, that was interesting. Yeah. And, and yeah, it, we were. But then again, they were having it in April at that point in time. Yeah. So it was cooler outside. Yeah, we were uh, at the Link Center the first year. We've. We've done it every year that they've had one since then, and it's kind of been fun to see it grow. And we've kind of, you know, we've grown as a podcast too, and yeah, kind of fun to see. I like to see stuff like this win, you know. It's, yeah, it's yeah, support your local convention. That's exactly absolutely. right. You I know, want it to do. I want it to be just grow and grow and grow and be enormous. Just beware if he starts getting too big, Wizard World might come uh, might yeah. come a calling. <laughs> yeah, and they'll bring their own special guests and. Oh no, not Wizard World. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not funny? Another con. 
you know, f funny enough, that nearly happened in Montgomery. Wizard oh, really? World was Wizard World was um, at least that that's the rumor. That's the scuttlebutt. That's that's what I heard. So yeah. take it with a grain of salt. That's what I heard. That they were scouting Montgomery to potentially bring Wizard World to Montgomery, but they chose not to. And had they brought it to Montgomery, we probably wouldn't be having River Region. Everybody would be going to that and say, why would we go to your podunk little convention startup? So how does that work? Do they, like, buy you out or they merge Oh, no, 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 no. They, they don't. They, they don't. just set up and do it? They just set up and do it. Oh, they don't, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like a hostile takeover. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They, they oh, set wow. up and they do it. And and if people want to come to your convention afterwards, that's that's up to them whether or not. Well, they couldn't, that, and they Tupelo couldn't. is plenty big of a city for a con. I mean, I mean it. He could do this twice a year. You know. I mean, it's. it's yeah, I don't think big. he'd want to though. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think not. he'd want to. Well, it'd be nice if Barney and him got horror con set back up. Yeah. Cause then you could have horror con later in the year and have this <laughs> earlier in the year. Yeah. Do, do. Yeah, was, wasn't that a thing? Weren't they having a horror con? One year they, they did had, the first and, the, sec, the first year that he was at this building, they did horror con too. Okay, several months apart, you know. That's right. That's what I thought. And we I, talked I, to the Harrises, and they're talking about trying to get it back going. They just haven't, you know, done it yet. Uh, well, take it from me, and I know this from experience. Doing multiple conventions a year will kick your butt. Yeah, yeah. It will. It will kick your butt because me and me and my business partner, we're doing multiple conventions a year. Yeah. And it was, no, can't, can't do that anymore. Mm. Yeah, I do, I do the booking. I was telling Jamie, I do the booking for the second stage at the Railroad Festival every year. And it's a fraction of a fraction of the work that you guys have to do at a convention to organize all that. And I, I threaten to quit every year. <laughs> I'm like, this is too much. I can't handle it anymore. But, well, then, but then a day or two after it's over, I'm like, uh, I've got a whole other year to plan it. I'll be all right. That's exactly how it is. And then yeah. six months away, and you're and you're going. What have I done? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when you're a year when you're a year away, and it's way in the in in the distance, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Yeah. And then it comes and smacks you in the face. That's how yeah, it is that, every it'll year. Yeah, that will sneak up on you because you think, well, man, I got I got a whole year to plan this thing, and then the next thing you know, you're like, what is this? It's April. Uh oh. Yeah. I haven't I haven't booked this. I haven't established that. I haven't got any sponsors. <laughs> it's yep. like Wow. But that, that's why you've got to you've got to have a game plan a year yeah. out, and you just and stick to the game plan. And it gets easier the more you do it. That's right. You, you, you establish a structure. That's right. And your little checklist. That's right. That's Whether exactly literally or mentally, you, you you get it together. Um, well, give us. I got your business card, but tell everybody like where they can go and find out about the plugs of your web websites and your your uh, social media. All right. If you want to check us out on Facebook, it's it's facebook.com/rrcomiccon. If you want to check us out on Twitter, it's at Comic River. Uh, if you uh, want to check out our website, it's RiverRegionComicCon.com. Nice. Is there anything else you're involved with you want to plug? Or? Uh, that pretty much keeps you busy with your cons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much all I got going on convention-wise. We did have another convention in the Golden Triangle area, but that one's temporarily on hiatus. COVID, COVID caused that yeah. to happen as well. Uh, so this year we're just doing. Next year we're just doing River Region, and then we're going to see about bringing back Golden Triangle Comic Con. Were you we here played. last year? Uh, we was I where? Were you here last year? I think I was. I can't. I can't remember, man. Last year is. Last year got so weird. My memory is about as reliable as my first vehicle, but 
I was me and Jamie were talking about it. Like I said on the last episode, the it, we had the con last year, and then two weeks later, literally two weeks later, the world ended. Like they yeah. shut everything down. Um, he Pretty said much. there was an auction or something booked here two weeks after the con, and they didn't let them have it. They're like, no, everything's closed. America is closed, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty much, and it, it, it happened. It happened in Montgomery the day before our convention. Oh, that's well. Maybe that'll lend itself to being a better one this year because it'll be so. chomping at the bit because they missed one. You know? I hope so. I hope that's exactly the case. I feel like that's how it's worked out here. You know, because not not that they didn't have one last year, but because they haven't been able to do hardly anything, and you know, you have a good turnout today as as a result. So. Sounds great, man. Just a reminder, the convention is on March 12th and 13th, 2022. Be sure to check us out at riverregioncomiccon.com. Well, if you need a podcast to come uh, sit around and hang out and talk to people, let us know. know. (laughs) Hey, dude, hit us up. Well, we can can give you a fan table. Sure. If you're willing to travel to Montgomery. It's not that far. Yeah. It's only five hours. Is it? Nah, probably more like four. Yeah. We did Delta Fan Fest, uh, and that's two, two and a half hours away. Yeah. It'd be cool to be a part of it. So. Cool. Well, I, what I promise you is not set in stone because I got partners. Right. But I'm pretty I sure they'd be, that works. But yeah. I'm pretty sure they'd be cool with it. Yeah. It's free advertisement, you know. It's free advertisement. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Even if we have a, even if we only have 100 listeners, that's 100 more people to find out about it. <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for stopping by, man. I really of enjoyed course. it. Of course. Thanks for inviting me. Interview. Y'all take Absolutely. care. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what did we miss? Uh, really didn't miss anything. Cheryl got to talk to uh, DJ Quails. That's cool. She texted me about it. Quals. And uh, hang on, let me, me fix this mic right here. The one that he's talking in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're doing a DC versus Marvel panel right now. Yeah. That's interesting. While we were in the Jeep, uh, we were talking about Matthew actually, and I told him that I wanted to get me a new drawing or painting by him but I don't know where to put it because I'm out of wall space and he goes dude did you see his new uh, original Lou Ferrigno Hulk Hogan that is <laughs> I hilarious like, I was even surprised by that I was like, after we finally finished laughing we did like 10 minutes of Lou Ferrigno, <laughs> Lou Ferrigno meets Hulk Hogan parodies yeah. <laughs> and it's like he turns into the Incredible Hulk and rips his shirt and goes brother but he still has the, but, he still has, but he still has a yellow mustache. <laughs> now that picture you're talking about though does look pretty cool. I liked it. That would be a good picture to commission him to draw like a split. Oh, like yeah. one half of the face is Hulk Hogan and the other face is it's the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that would be awesome. called the Incredible Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Brother. I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking that'd be a good commission. I think you'd be wasting your money on that. No, I think no. it would be awesome. Just because I think you should charge extra for that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he great, would charge you extra for it's that. It's two great hulks coming together. Hey, that guy's got a chunky doll. When I interview Matthew, actually, I'm going to ask oh, him yeah? to do that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, look at the chunky doll. This is what I just said. He I keeps, can't hear either of y'all. He keeps brushing his hair. That's not creepy. You got to keep Chucky happy, man. Hey, Zena. Do y'all remember her sidekick's name? She don't like being called that. Uh, well, I, I can't remember her name. Gabrielle? Gabriella? I, honestly, I don't know. 
I think so. I you think could be right or wrong, and I wouldn't know because I don't remember. I think it's Gabrielle. That's who we figured out. Yeah, her that, friend was dressed up last. Yeah. Hey, while y'all were, I don't know what y'all were doing, but me and Anthony had a whole podcast about this bar. Yeah. You Pretty interesting. It? Nope. Of course it not. Then it didn't happen. Doesn't count. Did you know this wood that he made this out of is at least 90 years old? Oh, wow. Well, it was put on his house 90 years ago. Oh, so then he had a it. house fire and they remodeled. Oh, oh yeah. so this is salvage wood. He salvaged it from his old house. Oh, nice. Or from his current house that is old. Nice. So who knows how old the wood was before they put it on the house. But Yeah. So there's a story to it. All right, we're here with Michael Gordon. He's one of our buddies. Yeah. We, uh, he's been all over this place. So yeah, what's your favorite? Yeah. Oh, the Funko Pops. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They. Um, I was a collector for a while. I've got, I've got about a hundred and fifty or so at the house. I've got over four hundred now. Oh wow. Less than about a year and a half. Four hundred. I've been. Yeah, wow. I thought I was doing good. Are you on the the app? Yeah, I got the Funko app and, and everything. Uh, I was on it. The last time I checked, I bought a few since I was on there. I think the last time I checked, mine was a little over a thousand. Somewhere around a little right over a thousand dollars. My price is like eighty three hundred. Oh wow! If you know what to look for, man. Once you start hunting, you know what to look for. You yeah. know what's gonna go increase and decrease. Yeah, it, it's kind of cool. It's a cool little the, hobby. Uh, I hadn't bought a lot in the last two years. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what I did that helped me. Is if you're ever traveling anywhere, like the smallest towns you see. Stop at the Walgreens in yeah. the little small towns because people don't people there don't 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 collect them. So you can walk. I bought a uh, Bret Hart for six dollars and fifty cents at a Walgreens. I walked outside, got on the app, and looked it up, and it was forty four dollars. Yeah, from a six dollar. And I mean, there and there was actually like we had started down the road, but there was they actually had like six on the shelf, like five or six on the shelf worth like forty something bucks. You know. Oh yeah. And so and I paid six fifty for it. Yeah. So that that's that's just a, a hint and because a lot of places like this, you want to get more of what you what you want. Yeah. But like the stuff you're looking for, you're not just hunting whatever because these people know what they've got. And they're know, gonna charge course. you for it too. But now. Yeah. But if there's something wrong. that you're they missing can, in a collection or something, you know, it's perfect. They they do pretty good. Some of them's yeah. overcharged or overpriced, but. Yeah, but they know what it's it's still the price that you're gonna pay for what you got. You know? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, we've we've been all over this con for two days now. Uh what'd you got think autographs about? of DJ Qualls and Michael Rooker yeah, and John which, Anderson. Which one of them's your favorite? DJ. Yeah, I think DJ. He's kinda dead. I, I, I sat in guy. on the panel just now. Yeah. And First he, time uh, I saw him he was in road trip. Yeah. Yeah. Then the new guy. The big underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I sat in on the panel just now. It was he's funny. He's a funny guy. Seems down to earth. Yeah. Michael and Rooker seems like a pretty cool guy too. Me and Kelly I walked by him yesterday and Kelly goes, He sounds just like him. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He does. This is the second time I've seen him. I went to a uh, a Walker Stalker con in Atlanta like two a little over two years yeah. ago. And uh he was at that. It was so this funny. is the second time I've seen it him. It was funny so. listening to his panel yesterday. 
because he was walking around in the crowd. Yeah, he got and, up. He, and he got up, up moved around and stuff. And somebody asked him something about the Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and he goes, you do realize I'm not really Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> I just busted out loud. I know. I kind of felt bad for this one guy. This one guy on the on that uh, in the Michael Rooker panel, he said uh, that he uh, that his his job in uh, Transformers was really good, like it was inspiring, and he wasn't even in Transformers. <laughs> but he didn't even call him out on it. He's like, oh okay. He's like, I've done so many movies and just kind of went on about it. He didn't even call the guy out on it. But that him. was I was like that was a smooth transition. They you know? asked about two. I don't know if you were over there when he was doing his panel or whatever, but. He asked somebody asked him said something about one of his movies from 17 years ago. He goes, "What was the name of it?" Yeah, he's <laughs> he been goes, in a lot. He of goes, I, "I don't know." And then the guy, the, the MC up there, looked it up and he told him what it was. It was called uh, the detective, and he goes, "What did I do in the movie?" He goes, <laughs> "I hope you detected." <laughs> Well, you know, I, I wanted to tell him, too, that, you know, I used to do the making bacon game. Yeah. The six degrees of bacon. I used to do that game, and I would use him as, like, one of my crossovers because he's done so many movies, and then he was in JFK. Yeah. So, like, he was one of my good crossovers because he star starred with so many people. I can I can use him as my go-to to get to, oh, to yeah, Kevin yeah. Bacon. <laughs> so how many laps do you think you've made in this place over the last two days? Yeah. We've seen you out and about this whole time, like not sitting still. Just straight laps or crossing over or what? <laughs> Whichever. I say yeah. about. Um, Fitbit. You need a Fitbit. Three miles. Tell you how many steps? You maybe Michael, more. Michael. I mean, Mark uh, checked his Fitbit yesterday, and he had over fourteen thousand steps. You probably at least tripled that. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, I know I've walked through, walked around the thing at least eight or ten times. About yeah. four kilometers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little more. But I know. We're going to have to get to work on your uh, cosplay suit eventually. Yeah, I know it. I uh, just hope next year they'll do it when it's a little cooler because it's miserable walking around. You know, around they did them in April, right? Yeah, March, they did, they one, did in one in March, March one in April. See, and March, April, it's not as hot. Uh, May 4th, yeah, the Star Wars perfect. day. Yeah, that's perfect. Hopefully, hopefully next year they can do that. I know why they put it off this year is because they waited till everything was open and everything was clear. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But, yeah, I definitely understand that. But I hope next year they put it a little closer to April, March, somewhere around there. It's not like the railroad festival where we have to worry about rain. Yeah, you know, we're maybe it'll be cooler next time around, yeah. or they can get this AC fixed because this is horrible. Yeah, I What's see they they've got the big fans, the big propeller fans. What's been one of your favorite cosplay suits that you've seen here? Um, I mean, I've seen Carnage, I've seen Spider Man, I've seen Batman and the Joker, I've seen Harley Quinn, all There's kind one of Star girl. Wars. I've seen I the Mandalorian merch, but yeah. I think I've seen one Jedi. Yeah. The, the girl There's that one was... This little girl had on a jumper of Harley Quinn, uh -huh. long sleeve. That thing looked like it was hot. Uh-huh. Oh, I feel bad. I told them yesterday, I feel bad for the cosplayers in here because it's so hot. 
Like, I feel so bad for some of them. Some of those in makeup, that full makeup, oh, yeah. just like, a mask and the their jackets and stuff. Like Spider-Man over there. At least those suits made like that. They're thin. They're, they're thin, and they're, they're more like that draft fit. That neoprene type. Yeah. The yeah. funniest costume I've seen here was an alien, a uh, lime green alien with something on his head. <laughs> he was walking around. I'm like, I like the I got Star you. Wars characters, <laughs> but that, that girl that was... The green Star Wars character yesterday. Yeah, yeah. She's Lara Croft today from Tomb Raider. Yeah. Okay. And I, and I got my picture taken with her earlier, and uh, the guy saw, next to her that was Jason. I saw we walked around quite a bit ourselves. We uh, we, I've seen a lot. I mean, like a lot of the cosplays I don't know because there's a lot of anime. Yeah, I'm not in am- anime, anime, so I don't know a lot of those. And there's so many anime shows. I mean, there's like probably thousands of those and i just i don't know anything about most of them so me neither you know but i saw one that uh i thought was zartana from the super friends yeah oh yeah yeah. but when she turned around she scared the crap out of me well if you've never been to the tupelo comic-con i highly recommend it there's something for everybody here yeah that's true yeah very true i mean if you're a sports fan you usually got a wrestler or somebody here every year, uh, and then they do the wrestling if somebody likes that. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot to do. Pretty yeah. much any like you're gonna see some somebody you know as far as movies and TV and that kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then you got your nerdy stuff that we love. You know the comic books, the cosplays, the Dungeon Dragons, D&D, board yeah. games, card games, card you games, name it, it's here. Right. All right. Well, Michael. We appreciate you stopping by. No problem. Uh, I feel like we need to have the boys are back in hand with everybody him. All right. We're going to do a quick little uh, outro, a me outro for part one. I'm assuming there's going to be two parts. I don't see how there couldn't be. We did a lot of interviewing and a lot of talking. We did a lot of exploring and stuff, too, but I think we got plenty of what are you looking for, your beer? Where's your monkey juice? Mine's right here. Right here. Oh, okay. I was just saying, dang, you haven't drank yours already? No, I put it over here behind me. Cheers. We're drinking some monkey shoulder. Our little recap needs some some good drink. I don't know why I called it monkey juice. but <laughs> I don't either. I didn't want people to think we were drinking 99 bananas or some shit. <laughs> yeah. So I clarified quickly. <laughs> we are drinking scotch. Yeah. A single malt scotch, too, but it's not uh, what's blended. It's blended with all single malt scotches. So right. it's basically a single malt scotch. But it's one of the few blended scotches that we actually like. Yeah. But most blended scotches have got all kind of, you know, it's got, you know. Bad stuff. Scotch, dishwater, you know, some other stuff. But, but there are some good blends, you know. We found one more that we didn't hate, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, well, Famous Grouse the is famous probably Grouse a blend. blended. Uh, I still actually, got some uh, grouse, uh, famous grouse naked up there. I mean, actually, I don't hate Chavis Regal really. I mean, if you, the only blended scotch I actually despise is Johnny, Johnny Walker. Walker. Sorry, uh, even the blue. I got the Johnny Walker people on the line. They're not happy, and I do not care. And there's three different Johnny Walkers, and I hate them all. Um, I've drank the blue, and it's high. It's like McAllen high, but it's not. <laughs> I'll tell you a quick story. That's funny. I went to Disney World a few years back, and I would go to the bar at the little resort we were staying at. There was like this, Mm -hmm. in the middle of all the 
little houses and apartments and rooms. There was like this, well, that's actually two bars, but one of them was like real small. Anyway, I'd, I'd go out there every night after we got back and everybody got settled. And uh, I must have tipped really good the first night or whatever. I usually tip pretty good, especially, if, you know, if I enjoy the service. And anyway, the next night, I was like, man, you got any scotch down there? And he goes, man, I tell you what. And boy, he's proud of said, you hooked me up, I'm going to hook you up. <laughs> I know you hook, I'm going to hook you up. I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. Here we like go. some Macallan 15 or something <laughs> yeah. at least. And uh, he gets a glass and fills it completely snow cone full of ice shavings <laughs> and then fills it completely full of Johnny Walker Red and hands it to me with a big grin on his face. And I was like, mm, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> I'm good. I had to do the Ace Venturia. Yummy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's the thing, though. It's just the, it's one of the main blends of the, of the scotch that makes it, gives it that Johnny Walker taste, I guess. And that I don't like. I'm sure there's people out there who are like that. I mean, what did you do with yours? Oh, it's between right your legs. Uh, oh, look at between your legs. We're so always with it. my scotch at house. You well, about? you're gonna melt your eyes. <laughs> uh, but that's um, but that's probably a, a taste that some people like. I mean, well, I mean, Johnny Rockwood definitely has some fans. Yeah. So you know, more power to they're, them. They're, I just they're for the price, I'd rather drink. They're marketing geniuses. I mean. If someone says scotch on TV, they you see them pouring that big square, famous square bottle where they say the name of it or not. It's just if you look at things like Dewar's and Johnny Walker and and like all the the lower I, level the Spaymall or ship whatever. I, I would rather have Dewar's. All you have to do is add like another ten twenty dollars and, and you can get you some good shit. Get Monkey Shoulder. Monkey Shoulders thirty dollars. <laughs> it is good. Good. Anyway, before we get off drinking. Real quick, we talked about this today, so I wanted to talk about it over here to get your your final answer. It's time right now to start brewing Oktoberfest. Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, but a hundred o'clock bourbon has never done one. Has never done one. Now I've done one. Well, back in my Mister Beer days, and everybody loved it. Of course, I can't really take much credit considering I just followed a recipe. But everybody, every brewer from like low level to like I own my own brew pub all started out on Mr. Beer Kits it's it's like a rite of passage I think but anyway uh, I've always wanted to because I like Oktoberfest and I'm glad that we all agree that the lining kegel is the good one it's the good even um, even Mark Fancher says that's the best one so my question to you is are we going to Look up the line and kegel recipe and go from there, or are we just going to make up our own Oktoberfest? I uh, know I'm going to ask Mark Fancher for a recipe for Oktoberfest. Nice, <laughs> that's a good call. You can't go wrong okay. there. Well, this is the thing though if I'm going to make an American style IPA, yeah, I mean, Mark Fancher can make one. I'm, I'm almost positive he can make any beer there is out there, but he really, really likes those german belgium german style beers and so that's where he kind of shines at his hellas is amazing i mean he's drank he we drank all of his german beers yeah uh so that's where he's and so we even uh had that uh that first lager we made was a belgium amber that he called his oktoberfest light and that was one of our best tasting beers to me yeah uh, is that first amber we made that was a that was a lager what he says, he makes that first, and after he gets that gets done, when he kegs that, he pitches his uh, Oktoberfest on top of the yeast cake after that. So that's what he go. 
So that's like building up to an October. Do we have enough time to do that exact thing? Well, the loggers. We should. This is uh, not even August yet. Logger is a six weeks process. So because it has to actually do that. It'd be tight. So it'd be tight. But uh, we would have to brew like this weekend. Yes, and I got. Man, I am so far behind on the honeydew list. (laughs) (laughs) That. I, I can't do nothing. Like, I'd literally sit around and just kind of go around in circles. Okay, but how about we do that in reverse then? We save well, actually, our Oktoberfest yes. cake and then and yes. then go with Amber. That, 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 because Laura actually, unbeknownst to me, Laura, was, words Laura gets emails because she orders my beers. When I say, when I need something ordered, I just tell Laura to order it. So she, all the uh, homebrew sites that I order from are in Laura's name. Laura gets the email notifications when there's a sale going on, not me. So, uh... Laura got an email on a sale from some yeast and stuff. So she just ordered it and didn't even ask. Well, one of it was... That's a, really awesome. One of it was a yeast for October for an Oktoberfest. So it kind of pushes this right into uh, doing it. Well, if that's the case, because I, you, I, I'm stuck in a rut. We were the same way we was with Cascade. Uh, we're supposed to be doing an outro for the Comic Con, but we're talking about beer. Might be a Patreon. <laughs> but uh, man, we love Cascade Hops and everything that goes with Cascade. So we get stuck in that rut of making beers that taste good with that, and they're great beers, but we're drinking the same beers all the time. Yeah. Uh, for homebrewers, we need to kind of step outside the box and, yeah. you know, make something we're not. Well, on one hand, we need to step outside the box, yes, but we also like what we like, you know? Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of like Killjoy needs to sing a ballad every now and then. <laughs> there you go. Hit that bell. Uh, <laughs> it's way over there. You'll have to get it. It did make it back from Tupelo Con. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to, you got to, you don't know if you're going to like it until you make it. So, like that wheat beer. I didn't like it. We throw some fruit off in there and we figured out it's pretty good. So, we can put it on the, put it on the list and we knew what changes to make. Yep. I actually got a notebook that I, I make these notes in. Speaking of Tupelo Con, did you see those badass D and D notebooks I bought? Uh, yes, I did. That's awesome. I, I'm, next year, if that same guy's there, I'm gonna get that big bobble looking. That big bobble. Yeah, looking. it makes me want to like take a journal of my life. Like I was a little late for work today. I feel uh, like you're Bilbo Baggins. Like just chronicle my whole yeah, life. Bilbo Baggins right now. Right in the like I normally take a shower at night before I go to bed, but today I took one in the morning, and you know, it's pretty refreshing, and it woke me up. Yeah. This shit that nobody would care about, <laughs> but I want to write it because I feel like I should use that book because it's so cool. You'd be like a middle-aged woman on Facebook. I went to the mailbox, <laughs> and I ate a salad. Yeah. You know, I made some egg salad, but by the time I got done, I wasn't in the mood for it. I wasn't in the mood for it. So I just threw it out. Um. But uh, also speaking of Tupelo Con, everybody liked our setup. The you built us that uh, tabletop add-on that made it transformed our table into a bar basically, and uh, we had the banner, like everything just came together. We had the shirts, we had the stickers, we had the flyers, uh, we had the, we had the setup tight, and uh, we liked it so much. Like when you do something and it, and you pull it off, it makes you want to like do more the next time. And you've already drawn some mock-ups for <laughs> our next level. For next time, it's going to be even insanely more advanced. I don't want to tell them in case this we don't pull though, it off. We thought about the bar thing as we was coming home from Chupalo Con last, last year. year. And we built it four days before we went. 
Yeah. So we had. We I think you're gonna need a little more than four days we, on this. Oh one. yes, I'm gonna need more than four days. Yeah, this uh, is gonna be like a major expansion pack for you know for gamers. You know, this is like. It's a big expansion the, pack. This is a big expansion pack. Yeah. To, to add on to what we've already got, but it's gonna be really neat. And there's gonna be like technology involved. This is like instead if you if you play Magic the Gathering instead of buying a booster pack, you bought a whole booster box. Yeah, and like I like how it's going to be a collaborative thing because like you're the carpenter of the bunch, but there's going to be a lot of carpentry involved. But like the, me and Kelly are going to have to get involved to do the the tech side of things to have the the electronics and all working working correctly. I think it's going to be awesome. But if it, if the way you drew it out and described it, if you pull it off just like that, and because here's the thing, sometimes you you have you have to go split between the all factor and convenience. And if you make it modular like you were talking about, oh it'll God. be convenient it's, and uh, awesome. Yeah. I hope if it comes off like we plan it to come off, it's it's gonna people are gonna like, you know. They're gonna be like, whoa, what are whoa, they, whoa, what's whoa, going whoa, on over whoa, there? Whoa, 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 they whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. We got a podcast or y'all display Yeah, are y'all building sets for movies now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are y'all are y'all like trying to do a podcast here or are you just showing what you're capable of yeah. building and trying to sell sets to people? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I think that's the way to go, and we got a lot of attention because of that. A lot of people came by our table, and and we're figuring out, you know, how to market ourselves better. Yeah. Like the last few years, every single person that walked by the table, we handed them a sticker. We want to blowing through all of our stickers, and they're not free. We have to buy them. Uh, but this year, if somebody showed the least little bit of interest. Right, they had to come up to us. If they came to the table and stopped and started looking at our stuff, we're like, hey, take a sticker. Because some people may not give a shit about podcasts. Right. And we may not look that appealing or savory to them. So I give them a sticker, you'll waste it. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, if, if anybody showed like the, the least little inkling, we gave them a sticker. And the the aesthetics of the, the bar aside... The idea for the bar was we would be eye to eye with people as they came up, to, yeah, to conversate with us. It, that did that did work. It worked. It it worked more. It worked better than I even imagined, because uh, you made a good point at the whole start of it. You were like, "We're sitting out in these like folding chairs, and they're standing up, and we got this low top table, and we're basically eye level with like your belt when you come up and talk. And then if they and we interview them, you know, they sit down, but like." If we're sitting on a stool behind a high top bar, they just walk up and prop their elbows up, and we're yeah. face to face, you know, and eye to eye, and it just makes for a better, smoother conversation transaction. Yeah, conversational transaction. We played D and D yesterday. Did you know? Oh well, uh, yeah, I we played D and D like big old badasses, and we had a good time. It was it's nice to play again. And I used some of the stuff I got at TupeloCon to play D&D with. Cool. Um, I'm glad we're planning on doing this on the reg again. I've really been missing it. And there's so many resources out there now. Like, especially, like, when you go to the con and look around, you're like, man, they think of everything. Like, stuff I didn't know I need, now I have to have it. Even though I played D&D my whole life without it. <laughs> yeah. Now I can't, I can't do a campaign but, unless I have this thing. But it's, it's kind of like, you know... All, all you need is a, a five-gallon pot and a, and a and a 
A burner. A burner. Well, not even a burner if you use extracts. You can make beer with extracts. You can make, it. yeah, you can make and do it beer on your, your stove, stove yeah. Uh, and make good beer. I made yeah. some decent beer with it. I so, mean, everybody loved my Oktoberfest, but it was all extract. So, uh, but, you know, it's that's what people say. Is this expensive? Well, it depends on how much you want to get into. Is being in a band expensive? <laughs> it depends on what kind of guitar you want to play. You and your buddies just want to get together and jam? No, not no. so much. If you want to... <laughs> Go on tour with Motley Crue. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Infinitely. Uh, Infinitely. Like, uh, there expensive. were some young kids that came up and asked us about podcasting, Is uh, about how to get into podcasting. And you told them, you can record a podcast from your phone. Yeah. Or you can buy two or $300 mics and have a whole setup. It just depends on how much money you want to put into it. Yeah. Like any hobby. Are you doing this for fun with you and your friends, or are you trying to be Joe Rogan, you know? If so, you need two or three SM7Bs, yeah. which are five ninety nine a piece from the microphones alone. But uh, that's like the, the hobby is whatever you want to put into it. I used to play pool and play with house sticks, but I also play pool with people who spent hundreds of dollars on a stick. You remember Tin Cup when yeah. he went and played golf with like shovels and shit? Right, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I'm, I'm not sure if that would... Like qualify for t- a tournament, but it's kind of like made when, it work. When we were talking about disc golf, you said, and I have I have like fifty discs. You said all you need is one. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like me and guitars. I probably got six or seven. Sean's probably got fifteen. But all you need is one. But all you need is one. <laughs> well, technically that's not true. You need one and a backup. So you do you do need two, <coughs> and an acoustic, and an acoustic. <laughs> I could keep going. And one tune this way, and one tune that way. Yeah. That way you got to keep swapping back and forth. <laughs> but uh, I saw something cool in the in the news today. Not that we're really doing announcements in an outro, but I had to mention this. You remember the end of and I I I don't feel like I should have to say spoiler alert for the season finale of Mandalorian season two. It ended how many months ago? A few. It was a few months ago. If you haven't seen the season finale of the Mandalorian season two, then plug your ears for just a moment. We're only going to talk about this for a minute, so just skip, 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 skip. You can do a little skip thing. It's like I do it through commercials on podcasts. It's got like a 15-second skip and a 30-second skip. Anyway, uh, when Luke shows up, they had de-aged him using CGI to make him look like young Luke because Mm -hmm. in that timeline, he would have been pretty young, much younger than Mark Hamill is now. But there was this guy on YouTube that has a YouTube channel, and he does those deep cuts, and... He was complaining that the CGI looked like shit, so he did his own version of it that looked better oh, wow. than what Disney did, and today they hired him. Holy crap. That's cool. That, that's Disney cool. hired the guy. That's how you get a job. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, you're Disney, and I can do this better with a YouTube channel. Yeah. It reminds me of, uh, oh, what's his name, yelling, Tony Stark did this <laughs> with spare parts in a cave. <laughs> Like this guy did it with a YouTube channel. Yeah. You can do it with Disney money, yeah. damn it. It's like Did they fire the other guy? That's what they were. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, that's what happened. It's like you you can stay, but you're now this guy's assistant. Assistant. Yeah. Until you get to where you can do it with the stuff we give you as freaking Disney and you know, Star Wars. We're a pretty big franchise. We shouldn't be outdone by, you know. Somebody on YouTube. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Speaking of uh, The Mandalorian, 
uh, Disney just released this on Disney Plus uh, a making of season two. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm probably gonna watch that tonight. After you leave, I'm, I'm gonna put that on. I'm watching. What am I watching? Hold on. You don't know what you're I think watching. It's called Freaky. I was gonna tell you about it. I was gonna watch it the other night, but I got sleepy, so I had to stop it. It's a. Uh, it's got some good actors in it. You you would. It's something you would watch. It's a 17-year-old Millie Kessler spends her days trying to survive high school. Uh, but when she becomes the latest target of the butcher, the town's infamous serial killer, her senior year becomes the least of her worries, and then they end up swapping places. So it's a serial killer. It's kind of like Freaky Friday meets uh, the hot chick, and they this, this high school girl swaps places with a serial killer. And there's murder. And there's murder. So the serial killer is a high school chick. And you said it's a horror comedy? It's a horror comedy. Oh. See, it's called Free. I think it's, I think it's got Vince Vaughn in it. Okay. But uh, we was going to watch What today. streaming service uh, has it? I don't know. It's, yeah, it's Vince Vaughn. And your, well, your internet. Uh, use your internet. Mine. I told you to connect to my new well, internet, you, SSID. I got good internet now. Well, I told you to Google it on your Google box. I will. <laughs> um, I guess that's it. That's um, it. Okay, yeah. We're, we're almost at 20 minutes, so I'll uh, wrap this up so Killock can finish what he's doing, and we'll get this out as soon as possible. Uh, stay tuned for episode two of Tupelo Con 2021. We'll have a bunch of in- interviews. We, we always get more interviews on day two than day one because day one, everybody's so busy, they can't do interviews, and good for them. I, I'm glad they're busy because that means they're – Doing well, Doing making well. money, getting their name out there. Um, but day two is when the, the interviews really pour in. So uh, definitely, this uh, part two, we're gonna have um, we're gonna have Matthew Ashley. We're gonna have on there uh, DJ Quills. Am I saying that right? I think it's, so. I think it's Qual. Quals. Quals? See, Quals? It's one or the other. It's one of those two. I think it's Qual. Uh, he's well. The, well, I did. I wasn't in on that interview, but y'all, we all had a good. Interview with him. We got um, Sean Brannon and our good buddy, Brother John, John Anderson. He's just our, yeah. We're, we're he's, fam- a, he's a regular. We're basically yeah. family now. Yeah, so I mean, same with Matthew, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Matthew, actually. Is like, all of my, that's, that's what's cool about Tupelo Con is, like, you kind of, like, our relationship with these people is, is grown. And hopefully we're going to start running to them and running into them at other cons. We're, we need to do more cons. Yes, we do. My band schedule is not as busy as it used to be. Uh, which, by the way, I have to uh, make this one announcement. That show we're doing in August. Yeah, the, the show that we're doing in Muddy Waters is a music festival. Yeah. I thought it was just us and Seeking Seven doing a show, but it's a, it's, a, it's called End of Summerfest. Now, the, the show we were doing the next night in Tuscaloosa, unfortunately, Egan's, the place we were playing, has sold... They're they're shutting down and they're they're going to open up under new management. The new management is not going to have music at all. And there's a whole article about it. You posted it, posted and then it. I saw it on Facebook and read through it. They were open 42 years since uh, 41. I think they've been open since 79. Yeah, and they're closing. Uh, that that kind of sucks. Uh, it sucks that we only have a handful of bookings so far, and one of them's gone. But. We're still gonna have a good time. That's cool that that's a festival. Um, there's gonna be a lot of people there. I think come out. It's gonna be outside, so you can social distance and whatever. 
But um, anyway, thanks for listening to. Let me get my bill. Yeah. What episode number would this be? I know this is Tupac Con Day One. I think it's 158. I'm just guessing. I think it's 159. You think it's 159? Let's see. Let's see if you. Well, we'll say who's right. I may have overbid. You remember that one process, right? I bid one dollar. Somebody would bid a dollar. Yep, you're right. Boom. Thanks for listening to Real Pop Culture, episode 158, AK Tupelo Con Day 1, 2021. We've been broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. Or on the mopeds. Bye. Because <laughs> I bid it a dollar. I bought the, I won the mopeds. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what <laughs> the fish aquarium. I was like, where is this going? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.